the best of Tom and Vicki. So those fines for not obeying the COVID orders will be up to $1,296 for a single person Oof. or $5,000 for a business. And I assume there, if you have a gathering that's bigger than you're supposed to mm-hmm. and things like that, a house party maybe. Would they know? have to be tipped off? Well, they, they like also... Have, they're not going to show up at a random person's no, house, it, like just checking. Yeah, true enough. But they also said that they're going to incorporate more enforcement. So, like, right down to, I think, bylaw officers will be able to mm. hand out tickets, not just cops. Right. Okay? Yeah. Um, all sorts of different levels of enforcement individuals mm-hmm. who are able to hand out these tickets. So, yeah, it would probably be tipped off by a neighbor, I guess. Yeah. Just like, you know, when you have a party, there's too much noise, they yeah. call it, right? Well, start being nice to your neighbor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I like I liked the choice of words that the premier used when he was saying, okay, listen, you know, this is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say that. He said, that's coin out of your pocket. Okay. <laughs> that's going out of your pocket. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, which it is. Yes. You know. Oh, it's it, like getting one of those red light tickets. It's just money flushed down the toilet. Right. And it's uh, maybe you got to dumb it down for for people who would do this. Yeah. In the first place to say, you know, you know that coin in your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you don't follow the rules, we're going to come and reach in there and take it like a monkey with a flamethrower. A monkey with a flamethrower? Did the premier say that? Or this is you riffing? No, he didn't say that. That's my riff. (laughs) Why does the monkey have a flamethrower? Well, put it this way. You put a flamethrower in a monkey's hands, and all hell's going to break loose. (laughs) He's going to burn all your money. Well, then the the coins are the last of your worries if the monkey's got a flamethrower. He'll probably burn your house down. Crazy monkey. <laughs> You've been watching too many Tarantino flicks, I think. Mornings with Tom and Vicky. 94.3 The Drive. Winnipeg's classic rock. You had mentioned on The Drive 5 that you, uh, when you're online shopping, you know, for Christmas, I mm-hmm. guess, you were referencing to get it done, you know, before it's too late because... It's just unbelievable, the volume yeah. of online shopping that goes well, on now. It's right? kind of that same idea of flattening the curve. If everyone does it a little earlier, then it won't be such a big hit around the holidays. Okay, well, here's a heads up for you as well about hoarding 2.0, let's call it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Something else that you might want to take care of. Remember, of course, during the first lockdown, mm-hmm. it was the toilet paper, mm-hmm. and it went to other other items yeah. that became scarce. Yep. Now, the second wave, winter, that sort of combo. Sure. Maybe more restrictions. You got to start a loading up on some stuff. Yeah. Okay. They're saying these are some of the things that are going to be in short supply. Okay. Good to know ahead okay. of time. Yeah. Frozen foods. Mm, yeah. Okay. Frozen, yeah. Frozen. You can keep them in the freezer for a while. Yeah. Frozen pizza. Mm, Oh, sure. Specifically. Yeah. Flour again. Again, because all the baking's going to start up again. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Pepper. Specifically? (laughs) Yes. Oh. You know, people... I feel like the Dr. Pepper people are just trying to put that out there. Like, I don't know if I believe that completely. Why is there a shortage of Dr. Pepper? Well, there will be. It's not there yet. Okay. Because the... With the, if you're a fan of Dr. Pepper, yeah. you're a super fan. Yeah. That's, it's a very divisive beverage. I do like a Dr. Pepper. I do not. No? No. 
at all. Really? Yeah. It makes me ill. Oh, yeah. that's a strong reaction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's why I say it's divisive. I guess so. Okay, so uh, do you like a Dr. Pepper enough to, you know, hoard it? No, I don't no. really drink a lot of soda. No, okay. But the fans, the fans of it will be hoarding it because okay. they'll be worried they can't get it. Like okay. they're they're it's they're hooked on the junk. Yeah, and you know what? This might be this might tie into my mom's fresca shortage. Your mom's a fresca fan. She's a fresca fan. She can't find it anywhere because I guess I think they're Coke products, and I you know how there was that aluminum shortage. Yes, because there's so much more demand right. for cans That's and everything. Right. Yes. I think they're using all the cans for Coke, and they're shorting the Fresca. That's exactly so. That might be the Dr Pepper situation. That's exactly what was happening with those beverage companies. Yeah, they were they were not making the the lesser you know purchased yeah the uh, less popular stuff. in their line and right. making sure the Coke was still on the shelf. Yeah, I didn't even know they still made Fresca. Oh, they the do, truth. and. Yeah. Uh, my mom's looking for it if you find any. You know, it's, you know, the only thing I could every time, and it doesn't happen very often, that someone brings up Fresca. No. But, but <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that scene in Caddyshack, the movie, yeah. where Ted Knight says to the kid, you want a Fresca? <laughs> do, do you not know the scene? I, I've only seen it once. <laughs> it was, I mean, it could have been any, any pop at all. Yeah. But it was a fresca, yeah, because it fit with his character, and it. So that doesn't say a whole hell of a lot about your mom, to no. tell you the truth. <laughs> if you've seen the movie, <laughs> mornings with Tom and Vicky, ninety four three, the drive, Winnipeg's classic rock. If you remember back to nineteen eighty, I'm going to say early eighties, the Asia Supergroup, mm-hmm. one album. And that's the deal with supergroups. Who's in that supergroup? They group? got other, uh, Steve Howe was in there. I'd have to look up the others. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't the- sound that super. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember like two guys from it. <laughs> and one was fringe to begin with. <laughs> it's a hell of a song, though. Oh, I, I love yeah. that song. I do. <laughs> 633. Okay, so I mentioned the Fresca line yeah. that you weren't too familiar with from Caddyshack. This one right the, here. The movie, yeah. How about a Fresca? Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that make you laugh out of all the lines in Caddyshack? It's just the choice. It's the choice of beverage. Want a Fresca? Uh, I, yeah, fresca it, is kind of a funny word. It would not have been... Well, and no one drinks it except your mom. Well, <laughs> well why is she having such a hard time finding it well, then? Well, that, that's why. Because I don't even know if they make it anymore. You but, know what? I uh, I, remember, I saw Caddyshack kind of later on. I think I maybe saw bits and pieces as a kid or something like mm-hmm. that. But everyone was like, you got to see Caddyshack. Yes, you got to see it. Yes. So I think maybe like six years ago or whatever, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch it. It's a comedy classic. Mm-hmm. And uh, eh, I didn't care for it. I don't. I feel like it didn't age well, and really? it was just kind of a comedy of its time. And uh-huh. to watch it fresh now, I oh, don't man. know that mechanical gopher. I just yeah, I can't. And Bill Bill Murray. Well, Bill Murray's great. He does a good job in that character, but it was it just wasn't enough for me. Talking about the Dalai Lama. Yeah. Caddying for the Dalai Lama. Right. Yes. And he says that. Uh, at the end of the round, he said, hey, uh, hey, Dolly, how about a little something for the effort? You know, meaning a tip. Mm-hmm, yeah. And the Dolly said, I will give you 
you know, eternal peace once you leave this earth. Mm-hmm. And Bill Murray says, well, so I got that going for me. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, funnier when Bill Murray. <laughs> Way funnier when Bill Murray. You're did not it. even doing the voice. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, ninety four three, The Drive, Winnipeg's classic rock. I just had to look up who was in that band Asia because okay. I couldn't remember when we played Heat of the Moment. It's such a great song. Well, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but when you said supergroup, I yeah. thought it was going to be like the Traveling Wilburys where there's like a whole bunch of big names in there and that, the a major supergroup. And you would know them. Yeah, like exactly. Tom Petty, Tom Petty and, and Bob Dylan and, and all Jeff those guys. Jeff Lynn. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, this was a supergroup. Okay. Okay. Uh, because you had Steve Howe. I mentioned him of Yes. Right. Okay. Of the band Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. Jeff Downs of Yes. Okay. Okay. Are you sure that they didn't just change the name of Yes to Asia? <laughs> there was John Wetton of King Crimson. Oh, Wetton. Love yeah. Wetton. You don't know him, no. do you? <laughs> How about Carl Palmer of Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer? No. No, you don't I know I've never Carl? even heard of Emerson Lincoln oh, Palmer. Not Lincoln. Oh, what was Lake, it? Lake. Lake. And- Greg Lake. Oh. Emerson Lincoln Palmer. <laughs> Who's Greg Lake? Who you are these people? You don't know Emerson Lincoln Palmer's never heard of album Brain Salad Surgery? <laughs> no, and I think I'd remember a title like that. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's classic rock. You're talking about Caddyshack, the movie, mm-hmm. which you finally got around to seeing, and then you said it wasn't really a big deal to you. It looked a little dated, maybe, yeah. but you probably had to be, you know, a fan because it is that it's the one of the cult movies. In fact, it's, I you think know, it's even I, bigger than cult. Yeah, it's bigger than cult. Yeah. It was a, I think it was a bona fide hit movie. Oh, that was huge at the time. Yeah, wasn't well, you it? You mean like a box office? Thing? Yeah, I don't know. I think I, so. I just know it is one of the. The great movies of all time. It's in the category of slap shot as well. Kind of silly. Uh, oh, very. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think another friend, well, this is a franchise, actually, that you probably are not a fan of either, is Fast and Furious. You talk about hit. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. It's all the same to me. Car chases. You've seen yeah. one. You've seen them all, See, I, in I, my I, opinion. I anticipated that. Yeah. That answer. No, I just read that they're going to tap out at number 11. Okay. Oh. Fast and Furious 11. I thought those would go on forever. Well, they're, I mean, there's, they still haven't brought out nine yet because they, they, the virus put that back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they've still got a few more to go. Yeah. Well, nine. They're giving people some notice to really deal with that loss. Three. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nine, 10, 11. Yeah. But, but, (laughs) but while I was looking at this. Uh I, I I came across something I don't know because I've watched them randomly. Right. You know, if something if there's a Fast and Furious, I haven't run out to the theater. No. But if but there's one on, on TV, you'll yeah. put it on. Or even I have seen some at the theater, but yeah. I just assume it's the next one, and then you watch it. Right. Right. Like a franchise. Okay. It's number one. It's number two. It's number three. Mm-hmm. But apparently, uh, I wasn't watching them in order. How so? In the first place. Well, this is the order you're supposed to watch them in. Okay, oh, okay. the eight that are out like there right prequels, now. Prequels, maybe. Well, one, two, four, five, six, and then three, seven, eight. I always okay. knew Vin Diesel couldn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, well, there's a there's a deal in three that happens. You know, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say, 
But something but happens. But a whole bunch of people have already seen three. They weren't supposed to watch it yet until after seven? Yeah, that's right. What? You can't do that to people. <laughs> well, that's, I know you can't. That's, that's why I was that's, so surprised. You know what? That's poor planning is what that is. <laughs> yeah. They just called it three. They didn't say prequel or, or what do you call it? Is that it? the something Tokyo afterwards? Drift one? Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I always hear about that one. That was I hear from people that was the worst one, or was it the best one? Oh. I always forget. Okay, well, whatever it is, don't watch it until after you've seen six. <laughs> <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, ninety four three, the drive, Winnipeg's classic rock. Further to that woman knocking on doors, claiming to be someone who is a contact tracer for the government. Yeah, was that what it was? From the for Winnipeg the... Regional Health yeah. Authority, yeah. Okay, obviously not an authorized person. No. They don't do that. I mean, I would be suspect of anyone knocking at my door these days. During a, during a pandemic, no one's coming. Yeah. That's authorized. Exactly. I would think for anything, even even the donation, you know, fundraising yeah. things, right? My neighbor once came out over to like drop off some baked goods and I didn't open the door for her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm on to you. Well, you don't know what's in them. I don't know. Right? I don't know. Um and but the worst probably is all the phone scams we get. Yeah. Because a lot it of just them. the phone seems to ring all day long. Mm-hmm. So you don't even pay attention to it. But I had to laugh at one it was an eight hundred number, so I don't answer it. And then there was a message. I thought, well, usually you don't get the message from a robocall or whatever it is, right. even a live person. Yeah. They just, you know, go on to the next number mm-hmm. and try and snag that person, right? Yeah. Draw them in. So I think, okay, well, here's a message. So I listen to the message. <laughs> and the message says, and of course, it's one of those ones that tries to scare you into like something. Of course. Something's wrong. Uh, have your social insurance number and your rent on your bank. Okay. Rent on your bank. Yeah, well, you know what? Well, again, maybe Nigeria. I don't right. know what there the source is. There seems to be is, a language, but, a bad translation. Yeah, but I don't pay rent to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you yeah. did. Right. What a scam. Well, exactly. <laughs> what you, do you mean, mean I'm not supposed to be paying rent to my bank? You go and look at your balance and they... They've taken off rent. <laughs> the char- You know, the charges they take off are yeah. bad enough. Yeah, they are. As it is. But anyway, uh, then it said, press one to reach an investigation officer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you might panic and think, why am I paying rent to my bank? Someone's right. got to look into yes, this. Yes, exactly. In the wow. moment, press one. Yeah. But, you know, I did get a legit call once. From Revenue Canada. And my first thought was, not a chance, pal. Of course. And I even said that to the guy. I said, come on. Did you say pal? Pal, yeah. yeah. I said, listen, pal, you're going to have to come up with something more creative than that. Yeah. I'm not giving you any information. He goes, uh, sir, I really am calling. You can call this number and it will verify that it's Revenue Canada. And then, you know, ask for my extension. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I, hey, listen. You could give me any number. I'm no idiot Yeah, here. I know that what that number is. You got your buddy sitting right beside you. He's going to go, Revenue Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I the perfect it? crime. Yeah. And uh, so I just blew him off. Mm-hmm. And then about two weeks later, I got a... A, a letter from Revenue Canada. Uh-huh. And they said, we tried to call you. <laughs> <laughs>
Mornings with Tom and Vicky. 94.3 The Drive. Winnipeg's classic rock. Ozzy's had kind of a, a rough few years health-wise. Yeah. Uh, he had a really bad fall, a neck injury, an infection on his hand, yeah. Parkinson's diagnosis, like yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. And he blames it on something really specific. He oh. doesn't think it was a coincidence. He blames it on a haunted doll. You're kidding. I'm not or, kidding. Or, Back in 2017, him and his son Jack, they went to visit Robert the Doll in Florida. And apparently, if you're not respectful to Robert, you can end up cursed. <laughs> this was for a TV show. It's called Ozzy and Jack's World Detour. Yeah, I saw an episode of yeah. that where they travel around. So yeah. anyways, I guess while they were visiting uh, Robert the Doll, Ozzy farted <laughs> in the presence of the doll. And they, oh. apolo- they apologized, but I guess... Robert wow. didn't take the apology well, and Ozzy <laughs> thinks that's the reason he's had such a run of bad luck. Well, you know what? Now I believe it, because you can apologize, but it's after the fart. Yeah. You know, give some warning <laughs> so people can scatter. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Tom and Vicky on 94.3 The Drive. Winnipeg's Classic Rock.